Let's fire it up. It's a Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Bob Brock. Give me a follow on Twitter, at Bob Brock, and uh, I'm ready to go for Thursday Night Football. It might be a short week, but I'm recovered from this Sunday's 31-9 loss to the New Orleans Saints. The Cardinals' humbling might continue. It's likely to continue. We'll get into the red hot. Is it fair to say white hot? San Francisco 49ers unbeaten at 7-0. and Coming to town, Halloween night, probably the most terrifying thing of the Hallow's Eve. We're going to start breaking things down. We don't have a whole lot of time to do it. Kenyon Drake, the deal is official. The Arizona Cardinals are one of the teams now that are participating in what's become more and more of a thing, making deals before the NFL trade deadline. Do the Arizona Cardinals need to make more deals before the deadline? That's our Locked On Cardinals lead story. I'm your host, Bo Brock. The Arizona Cardinals pulled off the trade for Miami Dolphins running back Kenyon Drake. He comes over for a conditional 2020 NFL draft pick. The Cardinals could be a six-round pick. If certain things come to fruition, the Arizona Cardinals will owe a fifth-round pick for Kenyon Drake. For me... If you can add a playmaker like Kenyon Drake in the absence of potentially Chase Edmonds, for sure David Johnson for Thursday Night Football, I think you're a good spot. I, I don't have a problem. Steve Kime, look, you have to operate with Steve Kime as your general manager going forward. Now, you and I, were smart people, and we've seen Steve Kime's performance outside of Kyler Murray. He hasn't hit on a whole lot of draft picks. That's huge. That's paramount for GMs across the NFL. Should the Cardinals move forward with Steve Kime? I think that's a different question. Are they going to move forward? You have to assume so because he's the one that's orchestrating these deals. Many people looked at the Kenyon Drake as a deal that Steve Kime is trying to save his job. Well, of course he is. If Kenyon Drake, if you can add him to this backfield, right now he's your bell cow, but if Kenyon Drake, once David Johnson comes back, he becomes another weapon. Once Chase Edmonds comes back, he becomes another weapon. You've got a three-headed monster, a three-headed snake in your backfield, all three of them capable of running the football, all three of them capable of catching the football, some more than others. Chase Edmonds, I think, becomes your best runner. David Johnson becomes your best pass catcher. And then Kenyon Jake is kind of the best of both, right? He's, he's your third option. But if you look at Cliff Kingsbury and what he was able to accomplish at Texas Tech, his run game, it was often by committee. He often had guys that could were dual threats. They were guys that could both run the football and catch the football. He now has three guys that are fully capable of doing that. For a fifth-round pick, I'm fine with it. Kenyon Drake walks at the end of the year. That's okay. I don't think giving up, at most, a fifth-round pick for a guy like Kenyon Drake is going to cost the Cardinals uh, the next Richard Sherman, who I believe was a fifth-round pick out of Stanford. And that's what people are always going to put. Well, Richard Sherman was a fifth-round pick. Look. Steve Kime hasn't had a whole hell of a lot of success late in the draft. He's lucky if those guys make the roster. But uh, when you look at it, Deontay Thompson, Jalen Thompson, both those guys are right cut out of that mold. Those are the type of contributors you get from fifth-round picks, especially early on. As far as the rest of the trade deadline is concerned, do the Arizona Cardinals, should they stand pat? Should Kenyon... Drake be the only move they make. The Cardinals have said over and over and over again that they're not trading Patrick Peterson. That's the right move for right now, right? We've seen what this defensive secondary looks like 
without Patrick Peterson in it, and it's atrocious. When Tremaine Brock and Byron Murphy in his first year have to be your main corners, opposing offenses salivate. I know that you could probably get a king's ransom in return for Patrick Peterson. And look, if you can, if somebody blows you away and they offer, you know, a first or two first or uh, you know, a, a good haul for Patrick Peterson, obviously, if you're blown away, make the move. But if you want to hold serve, if you want to stay competitive, Peterson's got to be in your defensive secondary. It's that simple. Guys like Buda Baker are not; they haven't developed into guys that are going to make plays. In fact, we saw Buda Baker get burned pretty. Pretty badly in the loss to the New Orleans Saints. Offensive linemen, look, if you see a young offensive lineman out there that you can acquire for not that much, I don't think they're available. The only offensive lineman that's really available, and it's within the last 24, 48 hours, is the Washington Redskins' Trent Williams. And you don't want Trent Williams. Trent Williams, yes. If he goes to a contender and he's a plug-and-play left tackle, that's fine. He's over 30. He's a guy that hasn't played a full season in a long time. He's not your fit at left tackle. He's not the guy that you're going to go and spend some of your future draft capital on to get better. It doesn't. The Cardinals aren't there yet. Of course, you want to get that cornerstone, that guy that's going to protect the face of your franchise in Kyler Murray. Trent Williams isn't that guy. As far as the uh, the other people that could potentially be available, I, I just don't see anybody. Uh, you you want to look for the young and up and comers that aren't going to cost you a lot of draft capital going forward. It has been nice to kind of see in in, in the latest uh, the last few years that the trade deadline has has been more like you know Major League Baseball, ML, you know uh, NBA, where it's been busier. I mean, this year we've seen pre-deadline deals of Jalen Ramsey to the Rams. The Niners acquire Emmanuel Sanders. Patriots got Mohamed Sanu. Cowboys got Michael Bennett from the Patriots. And Ravens, they acquired Marcus Peters. So it's been fun. Cardinals got a part of it. And now, I, you know, I think they're done unless they're going to acquire draft assets or uh, future cornerstones. And I, I just don't see many of those being available, especially with how much, how close – NFL GMs keep them to their best. Peloton is offering a limited time offer. Get $100 off accessories when you purchase the Peloton bike and get a great cardio workout at home. Go to OnePeloton.com. Use the promo code LOCKED to get started. On the other side are the 49ers, an absolute matchup nightmare for the Arizona Cardinals. We answer that. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Bo Brock. It's the commercial break, and that's when I like to look at spreads. We've got Game 6 of the World Series tonight. Astros, Nats, Verlander on the bump for the Strohs, trying to put things away. Am I going to throw some action on that? Am I going to throw some early action on Thursday night's game between the Niners and the Cardinals? So many decisions I need to make, but I'm getting off the sidelines and I'm getting into the game with my bookie. It's the premier place to bet all your favorite pro and college football action, World Series, NBA, NHL, anything you want. You're going to find it on the best sports book on the planet. If you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and bet with my bookie. They're the best. If you're the kind of guy that likes to win or bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. Take all your picks, all your locks of the week, put them together in one parlay bet, and if they come through, the rewards, they're huge. Tired of watching the games from your couch with nothing to game? My bookie wants to get your mind off of everything else 
and back on the game. Best part is, if you join now, my bookie will double your first deposit. That's right. If you put in $1,000, they're going to give you 1000 bucks. It's double your initial deposit. You can use all on your favorite picks. Use the promo code LOCKEDON to activate the offer. That's promo code LOCKEDON. Double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. According to the other fits in the Valley, Catherine Fitzgerald, Arizona Republic, AZ Central Sports, reports David Johnson with his ankle injury, Chase Edmonds with his hamstring injury, were not practicing during the open portion of practice today. Uh, of course, DJ Foster placed on IR as far as other injuries uh, go. You did not practice on Monday. Trent Sherfield, your wide receiver, dealing with a knee injury. Daryl Daniels, the tight end, has an ankle injury. They were both practicing today. And so was tight end Charles Clay, who had three receptions for 88 yards against the Saints. As far as pass rusher Cassius Marsh, he warmed up. He's dealing. He's in the concussion protocol. As far as his status uh, for Thursday, I think that remains up in the air for the Cardinals. Marsh probably wants to get after his former team, the 49ers. He's spent a lot of time in the NFC West, also played for the Seattle Seahawks. Marsh, I think he wants to be a part of Thursday Night Football. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Bo Brock. Give me a follow on Twitter, at Bob Rack. So just looking at this Niners team, coming off a game against the New Orleans Saints where they feature very tough defense. And I, I kind of feel like, and it's, and it's different, in a lot of ways, as far as how they run their defense, San Francisco and New Orleans. But it's also predicated on a pass rush. Getting to the quarterback. Getting the opposing starting quarterback off their spot, making him feel uneasy. Forcing him into bad decisions, forcing turnovers. We've seen it. Kyler Murray wasn't, he didn't turn the ball over last week. But he was under duress Cam Jordan, Marcus Davenport, they made life tough on the rookie signal caller. Cardinals only mustered nine points. We've seen it this season so far, as far as the Arizona Cardinals, when when going up against the tough defense, that this team has been able to move the ball. I mean, the Cardinals haven't been completely shut down as far as their offense, but we haven't seen them had have success finding the end zone. Um, you know, the Panthers, solid defense. The Cardinals were able to get 20 points. Seahawks, they held them to 10. One touchdown, it was late in the contest. And then most recently, the Saints, it was 31-9. Nine points. They get three field goals from Zane Gonzalez, who's been fantastic this year. It's a good, it's a good weapon to have, but that's good as kind of a uh, concession to not finding the end zone, but they haven't found the end zone enough to to really say, okay, and then the, we'll just take the Zane Gonzalez field goal. It's been mostly Gonzalez field goals. The Niners, they just add a, a nightmare uh, matchup for this Cardinals offensive line. The Cardinals offensive line has been a lot better. They gave up four sacks last week. Not ideal, but the previous week they'd given up three, the previous three weeks they'd given up, what, three sacks combined. So um, it, it wasn't, Perfect, but they've been better. We've seen the continuity, the consistency of having the same guys in there week in and week out. They're kind of growing a rapport together, not only with each other. And communication is so key on the offensive line. Uh, And and with Kyler Murray. And with a guy who has the ability to get out and run. 
But looking at what Nick Bosa has added to this pass rush, to this defensive front, which, what, has invested five high draft picks to the defense in recent years, uh, they're starting to kind of find their groove. And the young pass rush of the Niners and the athleticism of their defensive front and their linebackers, including their pass rushers, against the Cardinals' mostly veteran defense or offensive line, A.Q. Shipley at center, uh, D.J. Humphreys at the tackle position, Justin Pugh, J.R. Sweezy at the guard spots. Um, I don't think it's going to bode well for the Cardinals. It's not going to bode well for Kyler Murray and being able to make some deep throws. He's going to have to get out of the pocket to do so. And Kenyon Drake finding rush lanes. Now, the quick hitters might be the way to combat that, but if it's quick hitters as far as the Cardinals throwing the ball four yards a pop, and that's what Kyler Murray is going to hit for his yards per completion on the game, it's going to be a long night in Glendale. That's not going to equal success for this Cardinals offense. Where the Cardinals have found success is what? The balance between the run and the pass. Got to get it going with presumably Kenyon Drake, who they acquired just days ago, who's preparing on a short week, but he didn't play a game in week eight. His Dol- his former team, the Dolphins, played on Monday Night Football. Uh, opening up rush lanes for a playmaker like Drake, you're not going to get the rush lanes you got against the New York Giants, but you're going to have to create some to get that balance. And Kyler Murray to find kind of a guy that has kept his consecutive reception streak going, but barely in Larry Fitzgerald. What do you have? One catch for 12 yards against the Giants, two catches for eight yards against the New Orleans Saints. You're going to have to have heavier dose of fits Thursday night. It's a primetime game. Larry Legend, number 11. He's been kind of a disappearing act the last couple of weeks. Got to get him more involved. Got to get involved as far as the slot, kind of the mid, the middle pass lanes, right? Not not the long passes the fits, but kind of get a, the, the mid-range passes. The Cardinals have been lacking that. They need to get that going. They got to get plays downfield. They got that against the Saints. We saw the the how Cliff Kingsbury kind of got creative in trying to do so. You had the but the the reverse flea flicker. Charles Clay, you found him deep down the field. Can you do that again? Can you dial up another one of those plays? Can you dial up? Can you can you get Larry Fitzgerald in a one-on-one situation where you're just throwing the ball up, and number eleven is using those those hands that he's done that he's used for sixteen seasons, put him in a position to make a play. Christian Kirk, we've seen him fed often when he's been in the lineup. He he returned against the Saints, and what did he get? Did he have eight catches for seventy-nine yards? Christian Kirk, Demir Bird, uh, Kenyon Drake. You know, he gives you the threat once again that uh, of a dual threat running back. Kenyon Drake has to get up to speed, not only in, in pass catching situations, but also blocking situations. What did we see when Chase Edmonds had to exit the game with a hamstring injury against the Saints? A missed blocking assignment from Zinner. Luckily enough, you have a quarterback in Kyler Murray that's able to go out there and make plays. He was able to make a play when Zinner missed the blocking assignment. Uh, I know I pointed it out. It, it, it's it's going to be important come Thursday night. There, there's going to be a lot of breakdowns. You know, it, it's a short week. You got a lot of guys out. 
as far as your offensive playmakers, it, it, it's going to be it's going to be key to stay tip top shape, even though you're probably not in the mood to do so uh, mentally for the Arizona Cardinals. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You know, Nick Bosa is just a man possessed these days. I mean, he had, what, three sacks and an interception against Kyle Allen, who hadn't turned the ball over before that, previous to taking on the Niners team. And the Niners team were an absolute nightmare for the undrafted quarterback. This, that's what we were looking for from the Arizona Cardinals defense, which it couldn't even come close to couple weeks ago, was it week three of the NFL season where Kyle Allen looked like Tom Brady in a 38-21 route from State Farm Stadium? Patrick Peterson is back. Patrick Peterson provided a spark to the defense last week. Can Patrick Peterson in this defense continue that? Continue the momentum? And I know they get 30 points to the Saints, but it could be attributed to the offense's inability to stay on the field and maintain drives against the Saints' defense. They they after bending that break breaking they broke late in that contest. Saints tacked on two scores late in that contest. Uh, can this defense rebound on the short week to slow down? When we look at again another matchup nightmare for the Arizona Cardinals, these playmakers for the San Francisco 49ers, We start to look at that matchup. Next, you're listening to Lockdown Cardinals, part of your Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Suns dropped a tough one to the Jazz last night. Phoenix Suns, though, 2-2 two and two now. I, I don't think anybody envisioned a win over the Los Angeles Clippers. It's a better brand of basketball. I give all the credit to Monty Williams and that coaching staff. Talk to the Lockdown Podcast Network godfather, David Locke, of course, play-by-play man for the Jazz He saw a team that was trying everything it could to win. They were scratching. They were clawing. They couldn't get it done. I highly recommend, if you want to get in on the Phoenix Suns bandwagon early, check out Locked On Suns. And also check out Locked On NBA, which are all part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Bo Brock. Follow me on Twitter, at Bob Rack. It's Locked On Cardinals tomorrow, crossover Wednesday. Brian Peacock will join me. We'll start to break down the key matchups in this contest across enemy lines, as cliche as it may be. We're going to get into the conversation. The key matchups come Halloween night. Uh, Nick Bosa, absolutely. I don't know if I've been saying Nick or Joey. It's it's just one of those things that's interchangeable. But Nick Bosa's showing to be the premier Bosa brother. Passed up by the Arizona Cardinals with the number one spot in the 2019 NFL Draft instead. They go with the signal caller out of Oklahoma, the Heisman Trophy winner, Kyler Murray, because of how he fits and how he can run Cliff Kingsbury's offense. This is a tale of two different situations. The San Francisco 49ers were a brutal team in 2018. The Arizona Cardinals were a brutal team in 2018. But the Cardinals roster as a whole was far more flawed than the San Francisco 49ers. Despite the Cardinals going 2-0 against the Niners, They're 8-0 over the last eight contests. Probably ends Thursday night. But the Niners have built up a defense over the years through the draft. And they didn't have their quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo for the bulk of the 2018 season. And they suffered horribly from that. They had signed and invested money in a running back in Jarek McKinnon. That went down to injury. 
really before you even get started. They go out. Not only do they get Jimmy G healthy, who's been just lights out and nearly unbeatable as Niner starter or just unbeatable as a starting quarterback in the NFL, and they get him a weapon from Kyle Shanahan's past. His success is OC for the Atlanta Falcons. Tevin Coleman has scored five touchdowns in the last couple games, last, what, four games for the Niners, three last week alone. On, what, 11 carries, over 100 yards, three touchdowns. We know what he can do, catching the ball out of the backfield. He's a matchup nightmare for the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals missed the bullet last week as far as Alvin Kamara. Tevin Coleman is like Alvin Kamara light, but he's healthy. So he's he's Tevin Coleman is a force to be reckoned with. And in recent history shows that the Cardinals do, don't do very well against uh, dual threat running backs, the likes of Tevin Coleman. Tight ends, that's a matchup nightmare for the Cardinals each and every week. Taysom Hill had uh, some success against the Cardinals last week. Boy, if you think gadget player extraordinaire Taysom Hill is a, is a nightmare, wait till you see Greg Kittle, who's one of the better tight ends in the league. I mean, it's pretty much Travis Kelsey and then probably Greg Kittle. Vance Joseph before last week, probably could have spent most of his time game-planning Greg Kittle. I don't know if Vance Joseph game-plans against the tight end. History shows probably not. But you need to when you face the Niners because it's a marquee name at the tight end position in Kittle, and you have to slow him down. But then you look at what they were able to do pre-trade deadline. We mentioned it, right? Emmanuel Sanders. He comes over, immediately makes an impact, scores a touchdown against the Carolina, Carolina Panthers. Debo Samuel's a guy that they selected you know pretty early in the 2019 draft. So, you know, it's they've got speed and athleticism at the wide receiver position. It's just Vance Joseph, Patrick Peterson are going to have their hands full trying to keep this defense afloat. I know that they're not they're not an offense that's going to blow you away, but they're going to be consistent. They're going to kind of continue to try to do what they do best. The biggest matchup nightmare, obviously, is the defense versus the the front seven versus the Cardinals' offensive line. But this offense is doing exactly what it needs to do. I mean, we're looking at an offense that puts up points. They didn't do it for two consecutive weeks. They went to the Rams. They scored 20 points. They went on the road in sloppy conditions at the Redskins and squeaked out a 9 nothing victory. But then you've got 51-burger last week. They scored 41 at the Bengals. They scored 31 against the Buccaneers. I mean, the Cardinals are better than the Bengals, absolutely. But they played a tight contest together. Their defenses are similar. This Niners offense against mismatches can be successful and it can put up points. And it can do it on the game. It can be do it on the ground. And it can do it in the air with Garoppolo and Kittle and Tevin Coleman catching passes. Now Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, and then Tevin Coleman toting the rock on the ground. It's going to be tough. I mean, the task is pretty daunting, and it's surprising to say, but as I said, the Niners were in a completely different spot than the Cardinals. The Cardinals were in 2018 were staring down a full-on rebuild. The Niners were staring down. They needed to get Jimmy G back, and they needed to hit it on a couple draft picks and a couple free agent signings to couple with their young roster. They've done so. 
Kyle Shanahan has put this team in a great position, and they're they're very businesslike. They're seven and zero. They enjoy the wins, but they're not sitting there and marinating in their early season performance because after the Cardinals on a short week, the Niners they take on the Seahawks, they take on the Cardinals again, but then they take on the Packers, Ravens, Saints and the Falcons, and then the Rams and Seahawks. Their remaining schedule is rough. They're not going to go undefeated. They're going to be contending with the Seahawks by the end of it when it's all said and done for the NFC West. They need this game. This is a winnable game for them. I think, and I said this yesterday, You know, as far as Thursday nights go, it's a completely different animal. It really is. You can kind of... There are things that you're used to seeing on a week-in, week-out basis when you're playing Sundays. But when you take out a day of prep, you take out a day of recovery. Um, Some players who are superstars come back down to earth. Some guys that are playing at a high level and above and beyond their capabilities come back to pedestrian level. And sometimes, you know, there are missed assignments. Mentally, physically, it's a grind. And the Cardinals luckily have a bye week after this. Maybe they can just kind of leave it out on the playing field. And they're already, you know, seeing the rigors of the NFL season kind of rear its ugly head, especially at the running back position. We'll see what they can do as far as Kenyon Drake's concerned. Can he get it going? Can he provide that much-needed balance, especially against this vaunted San Francisco 49ers defense? Can't wait to talk to Brian Peacock tomorrow on a crossover Wednesday here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Cardinals, Niners, we'll deep dive this, especially the matchups. Can't wait to tap into the Locked On Podcast Network's brightest young minds, Brian Peacock. We'll do that tomorrow. Give me a follow on Twitter, at Bob Brack. Follow the show, at AZ Cardinals. We'll talk to you on a crossover Wednesday. Thanks for listening. This is Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network.